American Capitalism, A History, with Lewis Hyman and Edward Baptist. In the aftermath of this conflict between Frick and Carnegie, the Carnegie Steel Company was in chaos. And one man emerged as the new leader of it, Charles Schwab. And in 1900, he gave an after-dinner talk at the very exclusive University Club in New York City, in which he outlined the reasons for a new vision for the Carnegie Steel Corporation, and indeed for the entire steel industry. And that vision was consolidation. Consolidation would eliminate competition. This is the dream. After all, competition leads to bankruptcy, especially in the case of railroads and any other kind of capital-intensive industry in the 19th century. There cannot be too much competition within capitalism of this sort in order to succeed as an enterprise. And so Schwab outlined consolidation for the steel industry. He outlined it to a group of prominent industrialists and financiers in New York City, including J.P. Morgan. And he envisioned Carnegie Steel at the center of this new consolidation of the steel industry. It took only a few months. Carnegie himself sold off all his stock to J.P. Morgan in what was then the largest deal of the century. And J.P. Morgan brought together Carnegie Steel with a few other steel corporations to form the very first billion-dollar corporation in current dollars. A billion dollars in 1900 was a lot of money. U.S. Steel, as it was called, formed a perfect representation of this new kind of American industrial capitalism, consolidated, almost monopolistic, at enormous scale, and entirely divorced from the original entrepreneurs who founded it. U.S. Steel would be controlled by stockholders and managed by professional managers, not by penniless Scottish immigrants. It would be the kind of formal organization that would define 20th century American capitalism rather than the entrepreneurial startup ethos of earlier decades of the mid-19th century. U.S. Steel would become one of the largest corporations in America and the world. But U.S. Steel and its eventual decline also tells us and will tell us a lot about the transformations of 20th century capitalism. And U.S. Steel was the largest company in world history. It produced two-thirds of American steel in a year. It produced one-third of the global production of steel. Its massive size, its incredible economies of scale, everyone in the 19th century mindset, J.P. Morgan, Andrew Carnegie, Charles Schwab, all believed that it would no doubt dominate steel production for decades to come. But this vision of a particular economies of scale, a very particular vision of the organization of capital, would also prove to be limited in the next few decades. For more information, go to edX.org and look for American Capitalism, A History, with Lewis Hyman and Edward Baptist. Or go to facebook.com slash American Capitalism MOOC. This podcast has been brought to you by Cornell X from Cornell University. Thank you.